with, you know, just basic things, fresh air, um, positive mindset, social support system, and nourishing plant-based food that's ideally organic and been cultivated in a nutrient-dense way in sustainable fashion can cause us to transform as humans. And as transformed humans, we have so much more energy and inspiration and just willingness, I think, to give a damn about life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roots of Impact podcast. This is your host, Chris Campbell. Roots of Impact is a podcast where we interview leaders, teachers, and healers from around the world about the work that they're doing and how it's creating a positive impact. Our mission is to share wisdom, raise human consciousness, and most importantly, to inspire you. We finish out each podcast with one action step that you, the listeners, can take to create a better world. Today, I have a very special guest with a fascinating story that led her to holistic journey. Her name is Mandy Frelick, a holistic nutritionist and chef and the creator of Bloom for Life, where she focuses on helping people learn the secrets of healthy living, healthy eating, and conscious thinking so that they can live better lives. So Mandy started really early in her life, in her holistic journey. At the age of 17, she was working at the world-renowned Tree of Life Rejuvenation Center in Arizona as a live food vegan chef. Then at 19, she was in Phoenix, Arizona as a culinary artist at the Pongranate Cafe. And then for a year and a half, she was the head chef at the holistic healing retreat Finca de Vida in Costa Rica. She obtained many credentials in Costa Rica, including the detoxification specialist credentials from the International School of Detoxification, the certification in reflexology and Reiki qualifications. And in 2017, she obtained the registered holistic nutritionist diploma through the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So with that, I wanted to welcome you, Mandy. How are you doing? Thank you for being on the show. Oh, I'm great. I'm so grateful to be a part of the show as well. I'm excited to see what comes uh, from the podcast and to take part. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for, for making that time. And I just yeah. wanted to, to you know, go right into it and ask you, what was your personal journey that led you to, to holistic health and becoming the, nutritional, the holistic nutritionist, chef, and healer that you are right now? Yeah, certainly. Um, so I personally feel like my journey is one a lot of people can relate to uh, simply because I come from a very standard American lifestyle. I grew up in the Midwest. My mom is a teacher. My dad's a farmer and a truck driver. Um, you know, we ate very basic standard American food, meat and potatoes and canned food and all that goodness. Um, but at a very young age, I started experiencing lots of anxiety and depression. And then as I grew up, I started experiencing just different effects of living an unhealthy lifestyle, eating foods that didn't agree with me. 
Um, I was slightly overweight, which led me to be hard on myself. I had chronic cystic acne. I was so embarrassed to go anywhere. Um, I convinced myself that I was unloved. And then on top of that, just from the pressure of trying to control, you know, puberty and (laughs) going through um, this journey to just figuring out what I was supposed to do in life and how I was supposed to treat my body, I developed a really ugly eating disorder and actually a combination of eating disorders. Um, I was bulimic and anorexic and I overexercised and um, I would just spend hours on these pro-anorexia sites just feeding myself garbage mentally. Um, And so I got to a really, really low place at a point where I, I didn't care if I lived or died. I was 15, almost 16 at this point. And it was interesting. It was I had been raised Catholic, so I'd been kind of spiritual, but at this point, I was just committing self-harm when I heard this voice, and it says, you're done. I said, oh, God, you know, like, I am done. It was outside of myself, and I just had this feeling like I had to get my crap together. (laughs) I had to figure out how to form a healthy relationship with food. I had to figure out how to form a healthy relationship with my body, or else I was going to die. I didn't have a choice because at this point, committing self-harm was just, it just, I had been shocked from the experience. I was like, okay, something's got to change. And it was a really difficult time, but it was also one that I'm really grateful for because it catalyzed a series of events which led me into just learning as much as I could about holistic nutrition and the possibility of food being medicine. The idea that we can um, eat a, a variety of fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, leafy greens, um, you know, certain grains that might agree with us. And if you choose the animal products of a very conscious and at least healthy nature, that we can get our vitamins and minerals from that. We can feel better. We can look better. We can just have more energy to go about our day. It was revolutionary to me because I've been growing up seeing all these pharmaceutical commercials basically saying this is the only way to help yourself. And I was tired of seeing people um, suffering like me. I had known a depth of suffering and I, as a result, I'm able to witness deep levels of suffering in others as well. And it just essentially... Um, led to the culmination of being like, you know, if we can do one thing or if I can do one thing to help humanity, perhaps that's just at least helping people form healthy relationships with food and as a result, nourish themselves better because once they're nourished, they can give back as well. And then we have the potential of maybe becoming a more civilized and loving society. And of course, this is a lot of thoughts that were developing at a young age, but essentially the interest in nutrition led me to research as much as I could on my own time. And I started experimenting and just trying to make food because, you know, in the Midwest, South Dakota, there's not a single vegetarian restaurant to this day that I know of Mm. other than the ones that might be in a health food store. And so I was like, okay, I have to learn how to feed myself. And I'll be honest, the first attempts were horrible. Um, I had my parents try them and they, they were just like, "Mm -mm, no, this is why I don't eat vegan. Like (laughs) I need to maybe change this up a little bit, but over time, and I was working at a health food store there as well after school, so I could just study holistic nutrition and kind of get immersed in this in a different way. Um, I really found that what I was reading about from others, anecdotal evidence, as well as reading from um, various scientific journals, was established over and over that we can be in control of our health. And that happens in a variety of ways, um, being what we nourish ourselves, a primary one, specifically with food. And when I was just, I think it was just within six months to a year, most all of my symptoms cleared up. Um, It's been a lot easier to maintain a really healthy weight and not stress about it. I was able to realize the mental anguish that I was going through. Sometimes we don't have enough clarity to really, 
you know, just get discernment on the situation. And I think that's what can kind of drive us mad when we're just unhappy in life and unhealthy. And I, I just stopped having as many issues. I, my, um, my breathing improved, my skin got so much better to this day. It's just getting better and better. And I know over and over from my work with different holistic centers, including Verita Life in Thailand and Big Vida in Costa Rica, that if people give enough attention to what they're nourishing themselves with, well, first of all, also take the initiative to nourish themselves rather than numb themselves through um, poor media and unhealthy junk food, that with you know just basic things, fresh air, um, positive mindset, social support system, and nourishing plant-based food that's ideally organic and being cultivated in a nutrient-dense way in sustainable fashion can cause us to transform as humans. And as transformed humans, we have so much more energy and inspiration and just willingness, I think, to give a damn about life. So <laughs> that was a really long <laughs> stretch of, I guess, answering what you were asking. But yeah, that's where it began. That's kind of um, where it trailed off and into. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I, what I, what I wanted, uh, that kind of journey that, that led you to it. And it's just so interesting to me that, you know, how we you know, we're so kind of conditioned to think that, you know, so many, so many of these other things, you know, just the typical that if we, if we feel sick, we just need to take these kind of pills and there's really no focus on, on this kind of more holistic kind of approach that mm -hmm. it's, it's really, you know, maybe the food that you're eating or, or just, you know, relationships or things that you're doing that are keeping you happy that are making you eat worse and those kind of things. And that's something that you don't see in commercials. <laughs> so yeah, totally. just so fascinating. And, and, I, and I'm really fascinated at your story because it, it started so young. You know, I, I, I feel like, you know, I didn't have the, the exact similar path, but at some point in my life, I also had this kind of really wake up call of, of starting to look more at these holistic alternatives but it was, you know, a little bit older. So it's just so fascinating to you uh, that you just had it really, really young. And it's it's really inspiring that you were, as you said, in somewhere where it's not very easy to to to, to find other ways. And you still kind of, you know, you went very deep and try to try to find that way. So it's really inspiring. And, and with that, I wanted to ask you, so you created uh, Bloom for Life a few years ago just wanted to ask you how was it that it came about uh what is it exactly and what what inspires you to help people through through your business okay um so it's it's an interesting question and it has an interesting answer i was um figuring a way to answer this but essentially bloom for life was established in 2013 when i was still working at finca de vida as a chef and some good friends who now actually live in Colorado too, which is, you know, synchronistic and funny. Um, they helped me develop this new name. And this name was essentially just the name of a blog that I, I had been building up since the age of 14, just kind of chronicling my, my forays and adventures, trying to create healthier food and, you know, random things I found about health. Um, but at a point, and it was around the same time that I started freelance writing, I, I had the idea of, you know, I could actually do this for myself. We live in a very technologically developed world with lots of different opportunities. Perhaps I can share this information and somehow support um, my life as well, too, even if to a small extent and 
though that has since developed as well too, what Bloom for Life is now is more of a philosophy. And it's also a free online wellness hub, so to speak, with lots of free plant-based recipes and articles with inspiration, you know, whether it's um, how, to get, how to get yourself out of a, a sucky mood and just back into, uh, you know, I'm, I'm loving life sort of vibe. And, or maybe it's how to um, take more advantage of your space and um, declutter. Organization has been huge for me. It has more lifestyle advice, but specifically comes or centers most around the holistic nutrition and the food as medicine approach. And more than anything, though, Bloom for Life and its many different extensions is the philosophy that as humans, we deserve better. As, a human, as humans, we have the capability to connect to source consciousness. And this is my belief. It can differ from everyone else's. But from my experiences and um, my journeys with different people and plants, I wholeheartedly believe that we are here as souls having human experiences. And part of that journey is also to learn how to reconnect to source consciousness and how to tap back in to love that vibration, which we come from, which we're going to go back. And that's ultimately the most important thing. And I think that the disconnection from this source of just knowing that we are worthy and we can create and attract the lives we want is largely filled by the world we live in. And so Bloom for Life is sort of a way to plant seeds and just inspire people to consider that if they want something in their life that makes them feel better, maybe that's um, a better job knowing that they have the opportunity to give back in a way that also takes care of their family, or maybe it's to have a healthy relationship with food and not have to struggle with their weight. There is a possibility. And not only that, there is a current of the universe essentially wanting to attract that back to them. And so it's, it's inspiration, <laughs> so to speak, to help people recognize that they are capable of wonderful things and that most wonderful things come about when we feel happy and comfortable and safe in our bodies and our lives and that um, you know, there are simple ways to get back in that, that harmonic resonance, so to speak. And so the tools are offered by Bloom for Life, but more than anything, it's the philosophy and the inspiration that we can do a lot better and we should. That really, really resonates with me as well, and it's it's just yeah, it's just it's just really it, it's really it's really inspiring to see people doing this. So I really appreciate you you know you doing that. And something that I wanted to add to that is that I feel like a lot of this comes from really early childhood, um, from education, mm. and I feel I feel like a lot of the the disconnect that you were kind of talking about comes from from that and i'm i'm really happy to see right now i live in austin texas and i and i know of a few schools that are super holistic and and really kind of focus on the whole picture of the kid and not so much of a an authoritarian perspective as we're kind of used to that you have to kind of learn this and this and it's not it's not in any kind of negative way it's just how the system is set up yeah, certainly. And, and you know, these other schools is more of a no. You know, we know that that every kid and every baby comes with this inner wisdom, and let's try to help them, you know, flourish that that wisdom and not tell them what to do because they can be even teaching the teacher, and so giving that kind of flexibility to blossom 
is 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 really really important so so that really yeah yeah so i wanted to ask you about oh, the finca de vida retreat uh, that's actually where where i was telling you that the first time that I, that i heard about you it's the the holistic center there in, in costa rica and my i think i saw it online at some point and i told my mother i think that's how, how it was and and then my my mother actually went there and one of the highlights that she was saying was meeting you and just kind of talking to you and 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 your energy and all the wisdom about food and and life in general and that's whenever i start learning about you and going to your websites so i'm interested if you can kind of tell us a little bit more about that center and you were the, the head raw chef vegan chef at that point and and what would you see how was the impact that you will see in, in people whenever they went to the retreat yes um this is a, a very fun question and mm -hmm. just well documented i love your mother and she's absolutely <laughs> wonderful um, meeting her was an absolute highlight too just because of the relationships that have developed since Um, so Finca de Vida, for those who don't know, also called Farm of Life, is a beautiful um, sort of a adventure oasis, adventure and healing oasis for anyone who is interested in learning more about principles of nature and just chilling out, getting to see Costa Rica, and also investing in your health. And I had the beautiful opportunity, which I will forever remain grateful for, of being the head chef at the center, which is run by Jody and Brian. And essentially, they share a very simple approach to healing, which I highly support. Um, Dr. Morse, M-O-R-S-E, he can find a lot of videos on YouTube. He um, shares a very similar, um, essentially, protocol to healing. And it is very simple, high fruit diet, very low in fat for a certain amount of period of time with leafy green juices and or a salad in the evening with a little bit of fat. And it's, for the most part, live food and vegan, and everything is locally sourced, and a lot is grown in the greenhouse. And it can be pretty hard for some people who are coming just from a strict standard American diet, which is why, while I was there, I would make different meals for people um, from cooked to, um, to live food, vegan gourmet meals, you know, maybe like a, a raw zucchini pasta with a tomato basil sauce with sun-dried tomatoes and fresh tomatoes and you know you can make similar with the lasagna and the dehydrator and there's so many different things you can make plant-based that's another story you can go to bloom for life for all those recipes but essentially so there are options for people who aren't ready to go so strict but it's a space of healing and a space of connection and a space of relearning comfort i would say in the sense that so many of us because it is a, a holistic um food is medicine centered place. I would say it holds a lot of space for the intention of healing as humans, our relationship with food. So many of us, because we don't feel a connection to source or we don't have authentic heartfelt um, expression and connection with others, we try to stuff that need for social connection and comfort with food or sex or gambling or who knows what else. And you know, food is one of the most common things to do because we have to eat. And it's not illegal and it tastes really good. <laughs> so when you go to the center, um, you know, I just think that there's a lot of support to relearn just who we are as humans and what we essentially evolved to eat and how our bodies want to thrive and how um, our organs need to be functioning optimally and how it can be such a simple way to just 
allow nature to take its course. You know, it could even be through fasts, which are offered. But my time at the clinic um, or at the center, excuse me, was incredibly refreshing because, you know, like my time at the Tree of Life Rejuvenation Center in Verita Life and Oasis of Healing in Arizona, um, I'd see a lot of people who once they integrated the philosophy of making food their medicine and as a result gave more attention to their emotional well-being and then their physical well-being and then you know these other things that have been hidden under the rug for years that they've been storing energetically um in their bodies that need just awareness to them could see it just rippling out and changing and i saw a lot of people come out of it so much clearer and better and healthier and I highly recommend it, <laughs> I guess, in a nutshell. But it's it's really incredible to see people heal without surgery and without pharmaceutical drugs. In fact, usually quite the contrary. Um, you know, there's usually quite a few people who make a, a long-term commitment. And they have to, of course, check with their doctor and make sure they can go off certain prescriptions. But it creates space for the awareness that people can be in charge of their own health. And that is critical in this developing worlds, I'd say. Right. Cause I, I mean, I think that that conventional medicine has its space, its place, of course, you know, for especially, mm-hmm. especially, you know, things that are, you know, some traumatic events and stuff like that, or something, you know, you just get a, a severe injury or, or things like that. Yeah. I'm so grateful for emergency medicine. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're just like in a very severe, you're not going to severe situation that you need kind of immediate attention. You're not going to go to a holistic center. You're going to go you know, straight to the conventional doctor. Cause it's, yeah. And that's why it's exciting that functional medicine is becoming a more pronounced field. You know, the integration of allopathic and holistic. Um, I, I think you're on the same page where you definitely aren't um, all gung-ho, you know, holism. Like, let me get my crystals out and we'll shift whatever's going on. There's right. a place and time for everything. I have my own crystals, you know. <laughs> but this time, um, there's a lot of wisdom to the allopathic model. I don't think that it, we're necessarily using it um, in the most intelligent manner, essentially how we're approaching, approaching modern health issues. But yeah, I'd agree that the integration is essential. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe the deviation from what happened with the whole com- conventional that, you know, now basically people, we just kind of use it for everything. And, you know, one little headache, you know, we have to plug all these, all these, all, all these pills inside us instead of, you know, trying to as you were talking about this kind of more holistic awareness mm-hmm. is, is a lot of the financial, I think, uh, oh, aspect behind it, you know, because I, I think that's kind of the main thing, but I agree. I think that the, the real solution will come whenever conventional medicine, holistic medicine, which is kind of what functional medicine represent what you're saying. If we bring all those two superpowers together, you know, we're, we're going to have the best of the both worlds. So I to- yeah. totally agree. Be a big shift um, economically, and then as a result, the healthcare system too. But other topics. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of in, in those same lines, what do you think are the most essential things for people to to evolve, start living healthier, and living a more more fulfilled and conscious life? Because as we know, you know, all these things are kind of connected, and living eating healthier you know, may, may start with doing some sort of healing from other aspects of your life. So what, what are the main things that, 
people should consider? Yeah, brilliant question. Um, and I know this varies for every person based on their own, you know, wants and needs, but for myself at least, and for what I've witnessed with others, I think there are at least six basic ones that we all need to just uh, grow into the best versions of ourselves. And like I mentioned before, once we're healthy and we're happy, I think we have more of a capability to really do more to make this world a better place. So one of the first ones would be to be in a healthy environment and also to be a steward of the environment as a result too. So um, we need to live in a healthy planet. And that means that the wildlife that share this planet as well too need to be cared for. And so consciousness in terms of sustainability and also in terms of how we treat other animals, um, you know, that could be large scale factory farming to um, even animal testing. These are larger topics. I think that we just need to be aware of the larger repercussion of our actions. Um, and then that can lead us into living more aligned lives. But of course, just being in a healthy environment too. We can't be exposed to pollution and toxins in the air. It's literally killing us. And I would say that another necessity would be strong social support. It's, you know, growing up in South Dakota and not having a lot of social support other than my mom and um, for the most part my dad in terms of just experience experimenting with holistic nutrition and eating differently. Um, it was kind of difficult, although at the same time, I'm a bit of a loner, so I got through it just fine. <laughs> um, but I know that now, and just as humans, we all need those strong social ties and we need the community um, just for the sake of knowing that we're not alone. It's, it's just part of living a brilliant, inspired life, I think. We need other people. And that that vulnerability is strength. So only good can come out of it. Another thing I'd say is that we need loving relationships with ourselves because so many people, I don't believe the majority of the news that I read, at least from mainstream media outlets, you know, the the idea that this world is a really dark and dismal place and everyone's out to get everyone else. I don't believe it because 99% of my day-to-day -day interactions prove to me that this world is full of beautiful humans who just want the opportunity essentially to bloom. They just want that opportunity to crack through the concrete and make something good happen. And they're all for the growth of others as well. And maybe that's because that's what I'm trying to put out. So that's what I'm attracting. But I just think that most people want to do good, but they're not in a place where they can carry out all that good because they have adrenal fatigue and they're exhausted and they're unhappy with their job. And maybe they haven't really talked to their husband in a couple of weeks, you know, so it comes back to that, that notion of, I think most people have a good heart, but we need to take care of ourselves. And that starts with having a loving relationship with yourself. And that I think will give a lot of people kind of like the, Oh yeah, I kind of love myself, but that's a bit egotistical. And really my response to that would be, um, it's, it's so, cliche, but you can't fill other people's cups unless you can fill your own. And your own cup, though it may be a little broken, it's it's beautiful, it's awesome, and it's the one you came here with. And there are so many reasons to love it that if you just give it a chance, you'll figure it out. All those reasons why. <laughs> um, okay. And then a couple more that I would add to this would be regular movement. And I, I hesitate to say exercise because that word scares most people. You know, you don't have to exercise, but just get active. You know, <laughs> we are, we're still animals and our bodies thrive when we are moving and we connect consciously with the movement as well, too. Um, personally, I really love to run and I love soccer. And these are ways that I stay busy and just 
enjoying life. Um, for other people, that could be um, more yoga, which I love as well, or cycling, or just swimming, or just going on walks with your friends, or playing croquet. I don't care. You know, we just but we need movement, and movement does so many things for us on a biochemical level too. It releases endorphins. You know, it helps us connect to the the now essentially too. And I think that's why exercise is so important. Um, movement is so important. <laughs> And um, yeah. And then another one I would add would be that we need passion and or purpose in our lives. And both of those is ideal. I, I think that we can be healthy, inspired, you know, woke people. But at the end of the day, unless we're really giving back to others, giving back to this world, we're going to be kind of miserable. And I think awareness comes around that when you're learning to love yourself as well, because that ties into the question of, you know, why am I here? Which most people are asking at one time or another. And then finally, my, my biggest, what I'm most passionate about, but I don't like to push on people, but I think really is the undercurrent of just being here and in this life is connection to something greater than yourself. And that connection to something greater than yourself could be the universe, you know, the concept of everything that is, or it could be maybe a divine source of, infinite love and light, or maybe it's spirit, or you feel more comfortable with God or goddess. But my personal belief is that this undercurrent, um, essentially, we stem from, everything stems from, and we can look into more of a quantum mechanics viewpoint of the world and everything being energy and um, affected through intention. But at the end of the day, my message is that, that that infinite consciousness of love wants you as much as you love it. What, excuse me, <laughs> that infinite conscious of love wants you as much as you want it. And though we might deny ourselves that that desire for love and acceptance and unconditional love, I'd rather say, um, it, it'll always be there. I, I think that it's just part of being who we are as humans in this experience. So those are the six things. Just to summarize, we need to be in a healthy environment. We also need to care for that environment. We need to learn how to be in loving relationships with ourselves because how can we fill others' cups until we have, you know, full, sturdy cups of our own? <laughs> we need strong social support. We need to have purpose in our lives. I think regular movement is a great idea. And then, of course, just something bigger than yourself. And on the closing note on that, I think the idea of even just your community could be that connection. You might just be inspired to help out in a community garden so that other people have food come fall, you know, that, that can change a lot. I love those. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And they're so, so, so valuable. I love those. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks for and one, one, one thing coming back to the bloom for life, I wanted to ask you, what, where do you see Bloom for Life going or, or what is your vision uh, as with Bloom for Life or, or also as a, as a nutritionist and as a chef? Where, where do you see things going? Certainly. Um, this question is certainly interesting as well. So I have recently come to the realization that my main purpose, I think, is to connect um, as well as to create. And Bloom for Life is one of the main ways I create. And where I see that project going is eventually, I don't know how big or how small this might be, but a combination of 
um, like either a storefront or a kiosk or a bakery or something where it's a combination of delicious, healthy plant-based treats and maybe medicinally infused elixirs, all with you know nut milks and ingredients like shaga and reishi and shilajit, who knows. But there will likely be some sort of storefront eventually in the future with medicinal treats for people, as well as uh, resources. I'm so inspired to create more cookbooks, more videos, um, basically just waiting on just the right things to line up. But I want there to be video courses for people. I want there to be more community for those who are inspired to reach out with other people and get that social support and also just place for dialogue and help. Um, and I, yeah, I, I know that vision is going to take off and do some amazing things. Um, and after that, honestly, it's going to actually extend more into the business development of uh, vertical farms and creating solutions for a lot of the issues we see in our world. But in terms of Bloom for Life, yeah, that's that's where I see that going. Just something to offer people to get them started on their journey. And that's so aligned with 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 the mission of this podcast, which is you know really to kind of share all this great wisdom and knowledge and and raise human consciousness, which seems exactly what you're saying with Bloom for Life. So that's, uh, you know, that's one of the main reasons I was thinking about you whenever we were thinking of speakers for the podcast. And finally, I wanted to, we want to, we want to finish each of the podcasts with at least one action step that somebody that is really passionate about the story or passionate about holistic life in general, maybe even, even somebody that you know, doesn't really know much about holistic living and has you know living mostly a conventional life and wants to take you know these little baby steps what would be some simple action steps that somebody can take today to start living more more healthy and more happy life yeah i i this is my favorite thing ever um <laughs> so clearly um we all know we need to eat healthier, but kind of mustering just the know-how and also the inspiration to start can be a little bit overwhelming. I really like the idea of maintaining an abundance mentality rather than a deprivation mentality when we learn how to eat healthier. So my number one suggestion for people is just to try for two weeks doing one or the other or both, and that is to add a green smoothie every day. So every morning you would make... Um, you know, one of the, the many green smoothies that are on Bloom for Life, they range from a tropical one to uh, one that has spirulina and just so incredible for your brain. Um, have a green smoothie every day and or a leafy green salad in the evening with a healthier dressing. And just doing one of those things for two weeks is going to result in some noticeable shift. I've, I've recommended this to a lot of people and afterwards they always come back and they go, you know, my skin's looking so much better than it has in so long. And I have so much more energy and I just didn't know I could feel this good. And I go, ha, I'm not <laughs> told you so, but I'm saying, look at this. You had no idea how good you could feel until you did this one little thing. Imagine if you switched one other thing these next two weeks, maybe you cut out soda over these next two weeks and then just see how you feel with that. And I found that a very manageable baby step motion, most people can adopt a lifestyle that supports them, that's easy to maintain, and still makes them happy, especially when they get to the dessert phase and they learn how to make 
healthier desserts because then that brings in the notion of food really can be your medicine. And if it tastes this good, you know, why aren't we just uh, going all in with this thing? At least that's my perspective. But yeah, I think that's a, it's a really great way to just try it out. You don't have to commit to anything, just a green smoothie or salad. And then after that step, if you've noticed change, I'd say go to my website and then sign up for the newsletter and then download the free getting started guide. It's going to give you a pantry list and all of the basics, how to of essentially setting up your life to succeed with that lifestyle transition into eating your eating more plant-based healthy foods. So. That's amazing. So inspiring. So somebody, Mandy, that wants to contact you to, to get this amazing uh, wisdom and, and be guided by you, how, how, what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. And I welcome all comments and feedback and questions. Um, my website is bloomforlife.org. So B-L-O-O-M-F-O-R, not the number, and then life.org. And then just go to the contact page and send me an email and I will respond within 48 hours. Awesome. Well, Mandy, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I talked to you before at one time and, and see your videos and posts and everything and, you know, love all your activism that you did. And, you know, you went to, to, you do so many environmental things as well. And that's something that I'm really inspired to. So thank you so much for all that, what you do. And thank you so much for being the show and hope to have you at some point again to see how you're evolving. And, uh, Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much as well.